This is Smoking Out the Closet. Now, here are your hosts, Alex and Raven Greer. Hi, I'm Raven. I use she, her pronouns. Hi, I'm Alex. I use they, them pronouns. And welcome to another episode of Smoking, Smoking Out, Out the, the Closet. closet. Um, so... <clears throat> I can't remember where we're going. Or we do we want to do a back and forth thing? I can't remember because you have a big topic. And then I know we have one topic that we kind of both wanted to talk about. I think you wanted to do your kind of smaller, like shorter topic first. You're right. My big one. And then your one we can go back and forth with to end stuff off. Okay. Um, so there was a couple other, there was a couple articles I was reading that kind of said the same thing. And I was reading some of them and pieced together um, everything that it said. Um, so 22 U.S. Senators are urging the FDA and the United States Health Department to lift the three-month celibacy requirement for, um, queer men, uh, men that love men. Um, the articles were saying gay and bisexual men, but it's, it's more than just. Fun caveat with this, and this is going to get personal real quick. Oh, okay. I know what you're I've gotten turned away from the Red Cross before because, as we've established, Raven is trans. I am um, a trans woman. And she has had sex with other trans women. Go trans woman power. But I got turned away from the Red Cross because I've had sex with her who has had sex with these other trans women. Which, according to the Red Cross, is men, quote unquote, men having sex with men. And that, that goes back to, like, the HIV scare. But, like... Number one, it's not as big of an issue now as it was then. It's still an issue, don't get me wrong, but it's not as large, wide scale. Plus, you test the blood before it comes in anyway if you can use it. Exactly. And and the thing is, it pisses me off, and it pisses a lot of people off, because like there's a blood shortage. Because a lot of the older people who donate blood regularly are slowly dying. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, which is mostly the boomers and the older Gen Xers. Yeah. Um, can attest my mom's a boomer. She used to donate blood a lot pre like up to, up to like pre cancer the first time. Yeah. And <clears throat> my mom would love to donate blood, but she can't because she is also barred from donating blood because she lived in England when there was a massive mad cow disease outbreak, even though she was vegetarian. Yeah. One of my teachers in high school was over there during that time. She lived over there briefly and came back. I think she was on like a tra- like a like a pleasure visa or a travel visa or whatever. Mm-hmm. She can't do it. She actually got mad cow disease. Oh. It was crazy. But yeah, like she can't. She's barred from donating blood for the rest of her life. Yeah, and it's it's weird, right? Because like I get you don't want someone to you know who had it, but if like mom's vegetarian and she didn't eat red meat back then, she only eats really chicken now and fish. Yeah, she's she's polo vegetarian. But like. Why would you bar someone who wasn't eating beef at that time? Yeah. And the thing about it is, is like, the, the going back to the HIV AIDS problem, you test the blood when it comes in and now you're just typing that as a, it's the gay disease. Yeah, like people were talking about back then. Yeah. The, the Reagan kind of mentality of the gay disease. Yeah. And the thing that pisses me off is heterosexual couples can get HIV. Mm-hmm. and spread it so why is it that they're not barred but they can just automatically go in and they test the blood no problem mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah that that's not it that's them 
still holding on to those old outdated laws and it used to be longer when that when that at that era of time when you know i was having relations with that ex Mm -hmm. that you were talking about it was a year it was a year that both of us had to wait to donate blood now it's three months now it's currently three months because of the blood shortage and And everything my piercings i used to be an avid blood donor um pre-tattoos and piercings that makes it hard too because Mm -hmm. where did you get your tattoo or piercing from uh was it one of those states that some of them have state-run tattoo parlors pennsylvania is not one of those states no so the piercings was a little more okay that was a year though like deferral Mm -hmm. and then the tattoo thing was also a year deferral um, the thing they're coming to now, at least with piercings, is as long as it's a reputable piercer, you watch them open everything sterile, they basically take you at face value for your word. But that's also another HIV, like, blood-to-blood count, yeah. count transfer thing. Potential. And yet... That's fine. They'll believe me when I said it's been more than a year at that time that I got my last piercing. And even though, yes, I saw them open everything and it was clean, I could be lying straight to her face. Yeah. So, like... That, that's the thing. It's like, they literally, there was, I remember a few years ago, there was a group who literally, they needed, uh, this one town just went through um, something. And they were trying to get restock on blood. Mm-hmm. So there were, you know, the, the city or whatever, the borough or whatever, county, I, I can't remember. Anyway, this local area was trying to get their restock supply. So they were asking more and more people, you know, they were running more blood drives and everything. Because, like, it's it, it's been about, like, a month or two after, like, something like a tornado or something that went through. Yeah. Um. So this one group was, like, you know, let enough time go by to where, it, you know, if we do this protest, it's not going to be, like, we're taking advantage of a bad situation. There was enough blood. They, you know, we're just basically going like, hey, we have enough if this happens again, but we do not have enough if, like, two, if there's like two tornadoes happen in the same week. Because, like, the Midwest gets struck with tornadoes a lot. Yeah. So, this group of LGBT people come into this thing and they're all denied. There was like 100 people and mm-hmm. they had to turn them all away because of the fucking Red Cross regulations. And I'm like, the Red Cross does a lot of good stuff, but this is fucking stupid. It is fucking stupid. And BioLife isn't any better. No. BioLife sucks just as much. And that's the thing. There's a BioLife by where I work. And I want to go back and donate, try to actually fucking donate plasma. Because the ones in State College took, what, I was like four hours in there? Yeah. And past my appointment, you, I was going to come pick you up, do it before I came to pick you up from work. And I thought it was going to be like an hour thing, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Four hours. Yeah. Try to be a good person. Answered every single 700 of their fucking questions. Just why so long? Because they didn't have enough people and you're in the middle of a college town. It's just ridiculous. Because a lot of college students do that for beer money. Yeah, but a lot. But my coworker who I worked with, he'd go in all the time like clockwork. Be able to come to work too. Yeah, I think it's probably because of the time you went in. Yeah. There might have been a game or something coming near real soon. I just... It, that just... And I, there, there's a lot more people in there that I've ever seen. Oh yeah. They're, but they're, again, they're HIV, circle back your HIV stuff. Yeah. Similar to the Red Cross. I wanted to pull that train back. Um, that horseback right in. You're good. You're good. Um, but like, and their thing with, I think they have a thing with cannabis too, if I'm not mistaken. Really? I'm pretty sure. Because quote unquote, illicit substances or drugs. Um, 
that's still kind of a gray area for medical marijuana. Because yes, it is recommended to you. It's not technically prescribed because at that point they can medically protect it underneath. This is a prescription. You get X amount from this doctor, blah, 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 whatever mm-hmm. they have to do to make it look legal, right? To protect it. But since it's still illegal on the federal level, they're not allowed to do that quite yet. Yeah. Because that's a state by state versus a government thing. Which, <sighs> just like that episode of Disjointed we watched today. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> But yeah, small rant, but same deal. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. It just sucks because there are a lot of people who do all the right things. And guess what? They have anxiety and they smoke pot. And I might be talking about myself here that would love to donate plasma. Does it? Cool, the money's cool. But like, I'm helping fucking people. My mom's had cancer. She's had those kind of treatments. Like she's like people who she haven't never had. I don't think she had a, yeah, she had a blood transfusion mm-hmm. when she got her mastectomy. Like, that's helping those people, and I want to be able to help. Yeah. Because, like, I wanted to reach my, like, my gallon mark yeah. for before I got my tattoo for my Aunt Sandy. And because I know she would be proud, and she also had cancer. And, like, I wanted to get that tattoo. I was like, hey, you, you donated a gallon of blood. Here's a cool thing for yourself. And to honor Sandy for both of those, the tattoo and the gallon of blood. Like, and I can't. <sighs> because of these stupid, like outdated laws that they could easily just yeah get rid of yeah because all the proper precautions are in place Mm -hmm. already and it was implemented during guess what Hmm. uh i don't know if it was exactly during the reagan administration but it was around that era it was actually i think it might have been because that's when the hiv epidemic the AIDS epidemic happened so it was probably during the reagan administration the red cross implemented this with the Mm -hmm. fda and u.s department Mm -hmm. so let's play this toy Uh, (laughs) okay Um, i feel like it's swiveling around like ruth very slowly um no too slow shit (laughs) do you want to talk about what we're smoking today yeah sure um before we get to your big long topic, yeah, my big long interesting thing that I need to talk about. Um, so I'm smoking Agri Kind uh, Sweet Chem Flower. I'm just looking at the label; it looks really cool. It's premium cannabis products contains medical marijuana. I always think it's it's funny to read those labels sometimes. Marijuana, marijuana. Um, it's really good. I like it. Um. I smoke, I gotta be careful how much I smoke on it, because a little bit is good, helps me with, like, you know, kind of smell out and everything, but if I smoke, like, a full joint of it over the span of four hours, uh, we'll get to what we happened yesterday, <laughs> we were originally supposed to record, yeah. and I start falling asleep. And she quote-unquote overdoses, she just takes a fucking nap. Two things happen when you overdose on weed because you can't actually kill yourself with it. There's no way to do that. As we said multiple <clears throat> times before, you can't consume that much that fast. But the quote unquote joke overdose is you either eat your whole like refrigerator or you just go to bed. You that's just, sleep for 16 hours. Uh huh. You just freaking sleep. Um, what are you smoking on tonight? I am smoking on Moxie's Tropical Thunder and. Boy, howdy. I just remembered that I think I've smoked this before on here. Yeah, because S over the dispensary got it for me. Yeah. And um, I forgot to write about it. So I wrote about it yesterday because you went to bed. I I tucked you in, kissed you goodnight, and you went to bed. But 
Oh, shoot. We got to brush our teeth. We didn't do that after the shower today. I just remembered. Yeah. But speaking about bed, you know. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like, I just sat out here and wrote about it and was like, pretty chill. I like it. It's, it's cool. It's a higher THC than I'm used to. It's like 28%. I'm used to smoking like the teens. Um, this one. But like... I didn't think I got that stoned outside. It's pretty, it's a little stronger. I don't think hit me nearly as, as bad as yours. But I mean, I probably would just end up falling asleep too. If I smoked as much of this uh, as I did. 27.39, uh, THCA. Sure. Yeah, that's not my highest I have. No. No, because my highest is one of my vaporized cartridges was a 78%. Is that the chocolate dirt? Yeah. Oh God. I, I hit like that it. twice and I was like, fuck, this is disgusting. It's gross. It tastes like somebody it's took LA chocolate. It's the name of the strain. Somebody and... took coffee beans, dumped it in a mud puddle and then like spit on it is what it tastes like. Like it's that oh, God. It's gross. I don't like fuck. it. Um, so that strain, uh, I would get LA chocolate. Negative, Negative one. Um, I sweet cam flower though. Um, I give it a three. It's a solid middle, you know, kind of. Yeah. It's not terrible. It's not great. I mean, a couple puffs gets me what I need to do, which mm-hmm. gets a thing, but it's just I can't smoke a lot of it, or else I'm immediately going to sleep. Yeah, I have strains like that. I know that I could consistently smoke through the day. Like, if I wanted to be stoned all day on a day off, I could be. Yeah, and that's, I mean, if, if my goal is to sleep. That's good. This is good. Um, but, so. yeah. Like, this, I feel like I smoke too much of it, and I kind of get too awake. Like, there's a good lull if I smoke a little bit. Like, right now I'm lulling. Yeah. Last night I got wide the fuck awake, stayed up till 1.30 in the morning. Like Michael Nelson. And was playing fucking Call of Duty on my phone. <laughs> because I started playing mobile Call of Duty. Um, but with a controller, because the touch controls suck. Yeah. But, like, if if I smoke too much of this, I feel like I'm going to fall asleep. Just fall asleep. Right. Like, after I crash from that. It's another abrupt high one. Yeah. And then it drops off. But not nearly as suddenly as... I can't remember what that other shit was that just did that. Oh, Out of nowhere. I can't remember. It was just like, well, I'm not high anymore. That's it. This is not quite as mm. abrupt, but yeah, it's 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 okay. Um, solid three, three, I guess. Oh yeah. You want to start that? Yeah, let's start on my other topic because we're kind of rambling a little bit. <laughs> God, I got some cotton mouth. Hold on, I got a drink. Whew, that's another thing about this cotton fucking mouth. I yeah. drank a lot of water. I made a note in my weed journal. See, I initial is bad, but. I, I feel weird because, like, sometimes I don't get cotton mouth during the smoking and then when I'm coming down. But the morning after, I wake up with oh, really God, bad cotton Oh, God, yeah. Mouth. I do the same thing. I get all of it, though. Like, initial smoke, smoking something I need to drink to I think smoke. because I'm afraid of getting another migraine. And I don't know mm-hmm. if it's just because I didn't drink while I was high. Or the day, like, before you were high. And it's just catching up with you, you know? Yeah. But, like... God, I get all of the cotton mouth. The initial, like, the smoke in the back of my throat, and now it's dry, and yeah. I cough. And then you come in, and you're just dry. Yeah, and it then also you go doesn't to, help. It's cold it's as fucking shit. fucking cold as shit. Outside. Came in here, and I had fucking icicles hanging on my nostrils. <laughs> I felt like, God damn it. Hold. I'm so cold, I can use my nose trimmings as chopsticks. <laughs> That's me. That was me today, coming in from smoking. That's not the first sesh like that. 
Still gonna tell you without a doubt, still not the coldest one. The coldest was in that real feel of negative three, and I went out and smoked a bowl, and I swear to you, I took two puffs and the entire bowl was gone. I was coming back inside. That's, <laughs> I smoked a bowl that fucking fast, and I talked to Malik, and he's like, yeah, hon, that's what happens when it's cold out there. I was like, you take your fucking windy, and it's blowing sideways. <sighs> God. Okay, my topic. Yeah, your topic. How do we get on to that? I don't know. Just... Fuck. Shifting topics. Shifting topics. Ever so slightly. Oh, dry mouth. That's where mm -hmm. it came from. So, um, I found this really cool thing. There was like a rumor-ish about it. It was kind of thought to be the case. But then a study was finally published on it. What are you doing? I don't know. It just looked like it's a continue. No. You didn't hear that in the podcast. Oh, oh well. Okay, so... Coronavirus is still a thing, as we all are well, well, well aware. Yeah. Um, several people I know have gotten it back home. Not back home. This is home. Back to college. What the fuck? Yeah, back where we moved from. Where we moved from. We lived there for so long. I was there for about six years. God damn. I never intended to come back in the first place. <laughs> and there I was. But anyway, coronavirus is bad. Um, okay. And, God, no. God, fuck me. Anyway, we know the, the, the COVID-19, the SARS-19 virus is bad. Yeah, it's it's still bad. Um, I found an article um, that said, Cannabis to Control COVID-19. It was published on wishtv.com, which is an Oregon news site, because this news comes from Oregon. Um, mm -hmm. That's where the study is published in. And this article was actually published yesterday when I looked at it. And we we're going to originally record yesterday. It was... 30 minutes before I went to look this up <laughs> and I was like, Oh, this is cool. So a study released on Friday, the 14th, <clears throat> also slightly upset. It wasn't Friday the 13th, but anyway, <coughs> a study released on Friday, the 14th, but the Oregon state university researchers say that compounds found in the cannabis sativa or hemp show the ability to prevent the coronavirus from entering human cells. Van Bremen and collaborators, including scientists and organ health, or Oregon Health and Science University found that a pair of cannab cannabinoid acids bind to the SARS CoV 2 spike protein, blocking a critical step in the process for the virus to infect people, said a news release from Oregon State. Um, they went on to say that these uh, acids are the same ones that are used in COVID vaccines. So we already have some of these in our body because we both got vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And uh, vaccines and antibody therapy. Uh, use the same kinds of acids. I don't know if you knew about they're doing antibody therapy now for people who have had COVID. Yeah. And you would, they have people donate plasma who have naturally gotten the disease, right? They have those natural antibodies. They donate plasma. They pull some of those antibodies too and give it to people who are very immunocompromised huh. to help them mimic those antibodies and use them in their body. That's neat. It's so fucking cool. I learned about that when I was looking at donating plasma again with CSL well, like, um, right before we moved. Well, you know, the whole uh, vaccine is actually based on a uh, theoretical prototype for the AIDS. Because it, it's, a, it's a protein amino that specifically targets viruses like SARS, and uh, which is COVID, and uh, HIV. Um, and it fights them because, like... HIV, SARS is one that um, messes with cell, um, the cell structure. Yeah. Um, so this protein specifically affects those kind of viruses. 
Yeah. It's synthetic, but, you know, that, who cares? The virus can't tell. Yeah, like... But yeah, um, these these acids are abundant in hemp and many hemp extracts. So, like, um, CBD-derived hemp, if you to get it from, like, I know your CBD stores around here, and they have hemp-derived CBD. Yeah. That can well, help. That's all they are. Yeah. That can help with this. Like, that have those acids. And uh, it says, our research showed that the Hemp compounds were equally effective against variants of SARS-CoV-2, including B.1.1.7, which was the alpha variant that we had early on. Mm -hmm. That was the one that originally was detected in the UK. Um, And then the variant B.1.351, that's the beta variant, that was before the Omicron. So they were calling that Delta. Um, Which I thought that was the one that was detected in England. Because the original they, one was uh, in China. No, that's that was original COVID was China. Then you, we had the um, the Delta variant, which, which came was, over from the UK. Yeah. And then this variant was the Beta variant, which was first detected in South Africa. Oh, okay. So that one is the also it's the same name for the Omicron. This is Omicron. Okay. I don't know why they have so many fucking names for all these variants across whoever fancy medical person you're know, talking to. It's just some jagoff. Anyway, um, but yeah, they 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 work against the variants too. So like, what I'm telling everybody is, load up on your hemp, and please get vaccinated. Do all you can yeah, and mask up, get mask vaccinated. Up. Now, here's the thing: because I was looking at it too, I think the specific compounds was CBD and CBGA. Yes, and those are also found in some. Some strains of marijuana, like that you would get from the dispensary. Um, they're more common in hemp plants, but you can still find them in strains that you buy from your dispensary or even off of, you know, the, um, the uh, shoot, Integrity Market. Is that what it's called? The Legacy Market. Legacy Market. I can never remember that. 0.5 CBGA in my sweet pens. So we are med- medicating. Here. With our medical marijuana. Imagine yeah. that we're medicating. Even as a has another term now. So like go go check out your uh your labels on your stuff you get from the dispensary and spark up with us. Prevent would you you're gonna hear that on the mic. Yeah, you can hear him everywhere he goes. He has a bell on That's his collar. Because he gets in trouble. That is Phineas. And him gets in trouble a lot. And there goes the bell. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, like, I hope, we, I, you know you're saying that, I hope we have listeners who actually spark up and, like, yeah. listen while, you know. Be high with us. Be high, because that would be cool. That would be cool. Share the experience. Where it's legal and safe to do so. Yeah, 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 obviously. But yeah, that's my big topic. I found it so cool, and I heard, like, murmurs about it before this pu- research was published. And I was like, fuck, this is so cool. And one of my friends was making the joke of, oh, I'm never going to get COVID because I smoke a lot of pot. But then she got COVID. So she was the last person I thought was going to get it if this was going on, you know? Maybe she wasn't smoking the right stuff. Who knows? Also, Maybe. probably should have got vaccinated too. I mean, it, it can't hurt. Like, because every, like, I was talk, explaining it to my coworkers and they're like, you know, oh, you got it for you. I'm like, no, I, I mean, partially, yes. But, you know, if we all get it, it eradicates it. I'm, I love you, but get off me. We're trying to record the podcast. I love you, but down boy. Worse than a dog, I swear. He, he acts like a dog. He really does. I swear he was raised with dogs. I think I think Jeremy had dogs. 
Um, Jeremy, you listen to this. You had dogs, didn't you? And, and I hope people were like, I'm, I literally just like lifted him, kissed him, and then and just goodbye. Put, I put my hand under like his chest and stomach, but sometimes it, I, I guess it pushes the air out of and him. And he just goes, sure. <laughs> no, Bear, you pick him up like you normally pick up oh, a cat. Oh, he grunts. He grunts and deflates himself. He just goes, He's an old man. Yeah. Finn, I mean, he's Finn's not turning old into old cat, man. But I mean, he's what, like a teenager? He's there? Yeah. Yeah, he's still a huffy little teenager. He's grown out of the terrible, like, preteen boy stage. Oh my God. Yeah, that's what Finn's in now. Hello, child. Um, he just wants lovins. That's all he wants. But they've been very lovey. Yeah. But I, I was explaining to my coworkers, like, yeah, it's really like if we all get it, though, it eradicates the potential of the variants that we're you're seeing now. Because the variants are in people who are not vaccinated, and, it's and they mutate. It's evolving. It's infecting more people and learning more things. That's how vir- viruses work. Exactly. And, you know, if we all get it, it creates herd immunity. We almost eradicated polio and the mumps, and they're starting to come back because, you know anti-vaxxers which i had as a former co-worker at my last job oh and oh my god was she uh stupid get vaccinated please and i always bring this example up because i was talking to my current co-workers i you know there was a picture done in like the late 50s early 60s i think of the mumps vaccine and two kids were infected one had the vaccine one did not the kid who didn't had the swollen cheeks bumps all over his body the kid who did have the vaccine had one bump on the middle of his like right chest right side of his chest mm-hmm. like right right I, I know the listeners can't see where I'm i know where you're saying. right here i know where you're saying i know where you're pointing god um hi it's the same thing as the chicken pox parties those used to be a fucking oh thing my god, yeah. i caught chicken pox guess what i can get now shingles yeah that's worse and that's because I didn't get vaccinated and I now have the shingles virus living inside of me because that's what happens if chicken pox turn into shingles when you're older. But now they have a, a vaccine for that too, which you better butt your butt on getting yeah. as soon as I can because those are painful as crap, I've heard. And then you have me who's been vaccinated for the chicken pox six times. Why? One school I went to said I didn't have in my records. So I had to get a, a second set. So I got a, so I got my first set of Corona. Yeah. Then I got a, another set. It was when I moved up here. My high school said I didn't have it. Yeah. And I guess it was just written on my record or something, right? Or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> so I had to get a second time. And then I go into the military. And guess what? It's still not written right. And I had to do it again. <laughs> I swear, I've gotten the chicken pox vaccine more times than I should have. <laughs> and I know I need to get my tennis here soon because it's been over seven years since I was in the military. I think I need to get, get mine here got too. It. I got mine in foster care. Yeah, I need to get mine here soon. I got mine when I went into foster care, and that was about six six years ago. Yeah, you're supposed to get it like every seven years, I think. Yeah, something like that. It's your Tdap. It's tetanus, uh, something in pneumonia, diphtheria it's something weird something it's three science-y. three viruses in one thing but vaccine. anyway get your vaccines people please vaccine your kids thing like, that i got growing up that i don't think a lot of people got was those um what the heck they were like the they're to prevent cervical cancer from you getting hpv 
Oh, the uh, the HPV vaccination. Yeah, they were a set of three shots, and I can't remember what they were called. They were like, "I want to be one less, one less." Yeah, I remember those commercials. Yeah, those I ones. couldn't get it, get it, because I don't have a uterus. Well, now they were now they're recommending that boys could like. By the time that I was getting old enough to finish mine, they were like, "Hey, boys should get it too." Right. Simply, it, it prevents HPV. Uh, true. It's an HPV vaccine, but the way that they marketed it was towards every person with a uterus. Because cervical cancer. And the parents were like, holy shit, we don't want our, our person with a uterus getting yeah. cervical cancer. Because HPV can cause cervical cancer. I think I technically have that virus still living in me. Because I had warts as a kid. And Is this the same thing? Warts, I thought warts was caused by HPV. Or a form of HPV. Interesting. I don't know. I don't remember. Because I know the whole herpes thing. It's mouth source. Cold source. Yeah. That's herpes. Right. That warts was in that same family. Yeah. It's kind of something like that. Because I, I, I had warts. I know I had wart on this thumb. You can still kind of see the breeze scar I got when we finally removed it. I had a wart on my wrist. And um, they froze it off. But they yeah. still got me the HPV vaccine. I don't know. Whatever. I can't I don't get know. it. Whatever I know works. I can't get it. That's all I care about. I've had a brush with that in my personal life. I'm not going too far into it, but like, yeah. I can't get it. I'm just afraid of passing it on to somebody who's not vaccinated. That's why we all need to get vaccinated. Because then you don't have to worry who isn't vaccinated and you're passing it on to. Alrighty, so... Uh, ready for our next topic? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm actually going to let our listeners know this. So if there's any weird disconnect at like around 30 minutes, anytime we're on the, uh, on the episode... We take a break yeah. Um, because the way we're no longer recording through Audacity, we're now recording straight through Anchor itself. Um, they only do 30-minute chunks. So what we do is we stop it around the 30-minute mark, probably like 29.08 or something. It'll, it'll, the screen will have like the numbers turn red on it. We stop. We take a little break. You know, rehydrate and everything. Get a snack, get whatever. A snack. Whatever you bathroom break. Yeah. And then we come back. So, you know what? Why don't we just say, hey, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back and then come back. We could something. like put a little interlude of music in there. Yeah, or something. That'd be cool. Anyway, let us know if you think we should do something like that or not. Yeah. But, like, yeah, we've been just taking a break in the last couple episodes in this episode, like, in between. And I just thought, you know, this might sound a little weird with me going, oh, okay. Just out of nowhere. Yeah. It might sound a little disjointed <laughs> hey <laughs> look at that um, reference. okay i don't have anything on the other side oh, i do have a, something on the other side because your next topic goes into my other side okay cool okay um so i wanted so to weed on this table oh my god i put my notebook over there just weed stuck to the back of my notebook weed. this is also a rolling table so whatever yeah. we roll to go outside um so i've never smoked in a group before ever. i have uh, I've done, uh, I just, well, with me and my one ex while I was in college, smoked a little, oh no, it wasn't even, well, I was in college, it was after I was in college working at, uh, uh, the one restaurant where I was working when I met you. Yeah. Um. You're getting those dry eyes going on. Yeah. Um. We, me and her, I would finish off her bowls. And I ate edibles with her and her roommates, but that was about it, right? Mm-hmm. Never actually smoked in a group before. So 
I looked up the rules of seshing. I'm saying that right, right? Yeah, seshing. Having, having a session. Having a sesh. Um, in a group. Whereas, um, can I backtrack a little? My very first time I smoked pot was in a sesh. Yeah, which I feel like I'm missing on. And I just realized, too, that I found one that I didn't know was actually a thing. Mm-hmm. That we didn't follow the first time around. Um, but, yeah, I've also smoked in little sessions at college, so. Now, here's my thing is. It, it's probably not happening a lot right now because of COVID. COVID. But I've seen some groups do it virtually through Zoom and Hell like yeah. Skype, where like they'll have their own and yeah. they'll just like pass it up through the screen. Oh my god! And yes, do that. It was really cool. That's I thought it was so funny. cool. Zoom sesh, yo! I want to do this. <laughs> I'm part of some 420 groups. We can have a Zoom sesh. Um. Okay, so. This was on BuzzFeed. It's at 19, but the last three were really like, just chill, have fun, and relax. And those like, aren't rules. That's what happens when you smoke pot. Yeah. Fuckers. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so one was whoever rolls it sparks it, which I think is fair. I've always heard that. You went through the work of grinding it and rolling it. Yeah. You, you get the ceremonial first light. Um, always pass clockwise. Always to the left is law. Left is law is how I heard it. Which is clockwise. Yep. Left is law. And cool story I learned behind this too, because I knew you were kind of talking about this. Um, I can't remember who it was, but there was like a great speaker that like would have sessions and like he was, you know, kind of reputable. And like, you know, whenever they had session everything, it would be in times of peace, you would go to the left. In times of war, you would pass to the right. So you don't want to, you know, pass to the right because it's a kind of jinx, you know, in times of war, whenever there were wars and stuff going on. So should we be passing to the right now because we're still fighting in the Middle East? I mean, maybe. But I've always learned that left is law because nobody really knows the story behind it. Mm. But left is law has always been a thing that I knew. Okay. Because I will say when I joined the Navy, I got my McDonald's ribbon right away. McDonald's ribbon? It's this stupid ribbon that's red and yellow. Oh. It's it's enlisting in the military during a time of war. I got you. We call it the McDonald's ribbon because it looks, it like, it looks like McDonald's. McDonald's ketchup and mustard. You're going to lose one of your things on your glasses on the one side and you don't push back a little bit. I don't want you to lose your thing. I have it set that way so it's not grinding into my ear. Oh, I'm sorry. We got these things for our glasses. They go over the back so that they stay behind your ear and they don't fall off your face. It's mm-hmm. really nice. But I like when you it. wear a mask... Like I do. They get caught and it stuff, gets, yeah. I've noticed that at work. That's yeah. why I moved them back a little. They've been like that for two weeks now. Um, yeah, I've dropped your glasses once. Uh, but yeah, left is law. Yeah, left is law. Sorry, I just went on a tangent about U.S. medals. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, just Google McDonald's ribbon. Oh, this this brings up the thing that I wanted to talk about. We are like the lo-fi of podcasts. Oh my god, you want this to is talk so about that. yeah. We're the lo-fi of podcasts. We just edit out some squeaks and put it up. Low fidelity <laughs> podcast. It's like the punk scene DIY. Do it yourself. We're doing it ourselves. We don't have an editor. Uh-huh. We're just recording and going. We have the natural feeling that some TV shows try to force that they have. Oh, like local TV? Yeah. We're, we're, we're public access. <laughs> we're public access the podcast. <laughs> I mean, we are public access. We're not behind a paywall. I mean, unless... Because you can get around paywalls with her to listen to us. 
They you don't even have to pay. Spotify allows you to listen to any podcast for free. Listen, I only knew about Spotify when they told me, hey, you're a student, you can get it for this much a month. So I always thought it was a thing you had to pay for. Yeah. Always. I didn't know they had a free version like Pandora. Um, okay, where was I? Uh, okay, so pass it left. Uh, three is Ash Before You Pass. Yes, I've heard of that too, Ash Before You Pass It. Because if you're smoking a J or a blunt or whatever, and you don't ash, it's going to fall when you pass it, either into somebody's face or into their lap. I learned that sharing cigarettes, too. Uh, always puff, puff, then pass. Mm-hmm. Maybe an occasional one or two to get the yeah thing to, you know, nice light again, but never, never bogart. Yeah, you puff, you puff, puff, pass. Because especially because some tangents can go on for 20 minutes when you're stoned. Mm-hmm. And so you just take a moment of quiet reflection. You take your two hits and you pass it on. Because you time is weird when you're high. And you don't want to be bogarting that weed and not hitting it. And then have the J go out and it's just going to be a bad time. Following up with that, the next one is in company share. Yep. Um, so don't bogart anything. Obviously, you know, you want to share... You know, it's always, it doesn't always want to be from one person. You and know? If, if you have a friend over and you want to spark up and you know that they smoke, offer. You know, be like, hey, you're here. Do you want to session with me? I'm going to go outside. Yeah, like, don't don't always have, like, my guess is, like, you know, not at one person be the person yeah. that brings it. You know, if everyone's a stoner, everyone's got their own stash, you know, makes a match who brings it up, you know, or, like, have two joints going around the circle or something. Mm-hmm. Um, don't hold up rotation by talking. Yeah, that's the don't, same thing. Puff, puff, pass. Keep it fucking moving to the left. Go, go. Don't just sit there with the joint. And I, I know I grabbed the pencil for this. Yeah. And just talk your fucking ass off. It's and not, not a, it's not a pointer. Fucking move along. Come on. Just be like, well, you know. Don't be Matthew McConaughey, like, a, like a, one of the characters where Matthew McConaughey is just sitting there smoking a cigarette and just talking and being like, you know, no, no, so, and, eh. I think of fucking Magic Mike when I think of that, because I'm pretty sure his character smoked cigarettes in Mac- Magic Mike. Matthew McConaughey is in Magic oh, Mike? Oh, yes, Matthew McConaughey is in Magic Mike. I thought that was Chatting Tatum. He's in there, too. But Matthew McConaughey's character is the one that goes, all right, all right, all right. He does that in a lot of movies. But he's one of the guys that are actually like works at the strip club. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's one of the guys who works for the strip club and like trying to get Mike in. Mm. And then they go on tour together. I don't fucking know. I've watched both of the Magic Mikes. It. I used to think I was straight, okay? I watched those kind of movies. I used to think I was more into men like that. And then I watched those kind of movies and I'm like, and now that bud. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Right tangent. Exactly okay. what we're talking about. Don't use the joint to point. Don't point the jo- don't point with the joint. Um, <laughs> if it crashed, clear it out. So you had to explain that one to me. Yeah, this was new to me, and then it kind of sparked something. And I was like, it's just kind of common courtesy. To crash means like when the bowl collapses in, or all the ash is just ash in there left, and it plugs a hole at the bottom. Because the last thing you want is for the next person you pass it to. To number one, two things will happen simultaneously. Number one, they're not going to get any smoke because it's all ash, and number two, they're going to inhale whatever the fuck just fell. Unless you have a screen, which I don't know a lot of stoners who put screens in their bowls. They're there. Not a lot of people use them. Because um, metallic taste on the, the weed is kind of gross. Gross, yeah. I can feel that. But yeah, they use soda cans. That's a desperate time of need. 
But anyway, going back to that, it's like, yeah, don't, if it crashes, the bowl falls into itself and it's ash, just get rid of it and pack a new one. Like it's at you, just, just pack a new one. Do yourself and everybody else a favor. Yeah, get this ash going. Um, take the seeds and stems out. Oh God, yes. I think you just should that's do just, that every time common. you roll or you know grind weed. Yeah, just take the seeds and stem out because they don't burn well, and then your joints gonna get all fucked up and uneven. Just take it out or your bowl. Just if I thought that was just something you knew to do when you smoke pot. That's what I thought. Uh, next one is don't slobber. Oh God, yeah. Nothing's worse than a wet, drippy joint when it comes back around, or a cigarette. I used to blow them cigarettes and share cigarettes with my friends. Back in the day, like, fucking don't do that shit. That's disgusting. The only time my mind got really, uh, like, slobbery is when I'm holding it in my mouth and I don't want it to, like, drop. Like, when I was sweeping out the patio, I got a little slobbery because yeah, I'm holding it with my entire mouth. Yeah, I get that, too. But, like, also, some jump strings can make you salivate. Mm-hmm. Rain it in. Swallow it. Spit if you have to. Just not on the joint. Uh, help newbies, because we were all newbies at one point, you mm-hmm. know, show them the ropes, because no one's going to learn. I mean, trial and error, obviously, but, you know, don't, don't just be a jackass and laugh at them not knowing what to do. Explain it to them. Yeah. I had to figure out how to work a bowl by myself, to ever tell you that. No. I went to sesh in college with my RA, my resident assistant, and my floor. We all went out and, like... You know, we were sitting in the tree line. We had some milk crates we overturned, and we sat there and smoked and came back. Nobody told me how to smoke a bowl. It was dark. It was, like, almost dusk. But it was dusk, almost, you know. Oh, I remember this Complete story. dark, right? You put your finger on the choke. And you put my finger on the choke, and I fucking back in the back of the throat. Tried not to die. And it was horrible. But the next time the bowl came around to me, I knew what the fuck I was doing. And I was like, oh, I could feel a little nub. There's a little hole. Okay. Oh, I get this now. Nobody showed me. They assumed I knew how to smoke a bowl out of a pipe, which I didn't. But did you even say you didn't? No, because I was that's too also nervous. On you. I was too nervous. And also, fucking, I'm going to call him out. Fucking Seth was there talking his goddamn ass off. And he always had to be the center of attention. I fucking hate that kid. Mm-hmm. Hate that kid now. God. Uh, next rule is don't mooch. Yeah. Don't always, you know, it's okay to have you know not always you know times get rough sometimes you know say we're like around the holidays like hey i ended up having to spend more money on like family stuff and everything getting presents for anybody i can't bring anything to this week's sesh you know or like this you know session we're about to have that's understandable but don't be the one that's always mooching like never like, bringing like anything same thing goes for when you're going out with friends don't be the one that always conveniently forgets your wallet or says you're going to pay you back later Right. People hate that person. Don't be them. Don't be a jag off. If you do, pay back with interest. That's what I always did. Like, whenever my friends and me would hang out, I'm like, oh, fuck. And they're like, what? I forgot my wallet. They're like, all right, I got you, man. Next time we go out for lunch or something. Hey, no, 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 I got you, man. You know what? You know what? Make make his meal a large. No, no, shut up. Make his a large. <laughs> I do that with my friends all the time too. I hated it when people would like I'd be like, yo, I'm gonna buy lunch. And they're like, I'll get you money. Don't give me fucking money. Pay me fucking food. Do do yeah. an equal exchange. Yeah. Whenever. Like I and got I you wanna, and you got me. I, I'm taking you out to lunch. I don't have any money. That's not what I fucking said. I'm, I'm taking, taking you to lunch. You out to lunch. Come on, let's go. I also just realized I don't know where the fuck I put my lighter. I don't think I put it back. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not, it's fine. It's in your jacket, probably. Yeah, it's my raw lighter. Um 
my raw clipper, my fucking right. stereotypical stoner lighter. Speaking of, the next rule is don't steal lighters. No fucking big people. God damn it. I learned that from a young age when I started smoking cigarettes way too young. I think They'd it was also like, originally like don't steal glassware as well. Yeah. Just don't steal people's shit. Yeah. The lighter thing is like, oh, I use it to light my cigarette. Instinctively, I'm going to put it in my pocket because I think it's my lighter. Because muscle memory is a bitch. Don't fucking do that. Don't pick people. Um, I used one. to accidentally do that. Just don't. Sorry. I, I've never done that. I've done it by accident. Just don't. I usually get caught in it because it was with my, uh, it was with Courtney. Um, and I, she was like, yo, where'd my fucking lighter go? I'm like, oh shit, it's in my pocket here. She's like, you fucking big me. Um... Next one is change the bong water. Oh, God, please. No, clean I feel them. like anybody who has a bong should change the bong water. Here's how I am with my bong. I clean it every time I use it. I dump the water out, run hot water through it. I clean it immediately. Because mold and shit can grow in that. And I'm that like stuff like that, I'm OCD. And you and I had this discussion as soon as you were like, I want to get a bong. I want to buy this. Before I even said, I will take you to the smoke shop. I said, you better clean that bong. It better not have like that black, disgusting ass water that looks like oil in it. Because I've seen some stoners bongs like that. It's gross. And it's not. It's so pretty pristine except for the uh, bowl of the wheat that's in. Yeah. Because that's just gotten stained. But like some shit. Like I've seen some shit. Ugh, there's shit floating in some people's yeah, bong water. Just don't do that. There, you just hear, start hearing the sound of one lonely bullfrog in the water. Yep. Oh, God, I think there actually was some shit, like, growing in uh, my ex's brother's bong at one point, uh, like, alive. Ew. It was nasty, yeah. Ew. It was kind of a jank-ass bong, too. It was a plastic flower uh, vase that he drilled a hole into the bottom of and put a pipe piece in there. Ew. Uh, yeah, I hit off that. It didn't hit very well. I'll tell you that much. Uh, corner hit the weed. Yeah. What does that mean? So that's basically a corner hit is kind of a bowl specific term. But uh, if you're puffing on a joint, take a small hit. So you corner the bowl, you put the lighter into the side. So you only light a small little sliver of the bowl instead of the whole thing. So you take a smaller um, hit. So there's more to go around and like don't hog it all basically. Okay. Uh, don't rely on others to always roll. Roll yeah. yourself, you know. I, I am the camp. If you can't roll, and it's your turn to roll, just just bring cones. Yeah. I I use cones a lot of times because I'm lazy. I use my hands a lot. I like to roll because that's how I started really getting into weed. It's just you know therapeutic. Therapeutic for, for me. It takes me back. I like and it. I can do it. You, I mean, you got mad at me the first time I rolled. God, it looked so fucking perfect. I was um, so pissed. She didn't problem, do the struggle. The problem is, it's probably because I'm an artist and everything, mm -hmm. but I was drawing a lot today working on my web comics, and so my right hand is very crampy. Yeah, so and you're having some it's, issues. It's sore. So I'm not going to you. I'm not going to roll. Yeah. If I'm going to roll, I'm going to use my rolling machine that I got. Those are so fucking cool. But they're kind of, you know, make them kind of skinny. They're yeah. like slims. Yeah, I don't like the way how skinny they make them. Um, Some subreddits are like, just don't spin it as much before you put the paper yeah, in. But, but I don't you, know. It's still kind of skinny. It's a fucking Virginia Slim 100. Um, Looking ass motherfucker. But, you know, just get cones. Just get pre-made cones and stuff. That's what I do. Yeah. It makes it a little easier. Um, And the last one is just keep it away from pets. 
Absolutely. Because pets can't handle it. They can't they can't process THC. They can process C B D, but yeah. they can't process THC. Yeah. I'm so stunned right now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just vibing over here. You're good. Mm. Do you have any other topics? Because I got one more. I didn't have anything else. I brought up the things that I wanted to talk about, and I'm glad that we actually had enough to fill the time. I was afraid we won't, wouldn't like, because I that was a big topic though. That was a yeah, groundbreaking was... fucking discovery. That almost looked like my vehicle driving past From the window. CNNNN Cannabis News Network and something. Now, now, yeah, Cannabis, so cannabis News, News Network, Network now. Now, now. <laughs> so the last thing I wanted to talk about was uh, queer tabletop RPGs. Okay. Because I've been looking on those lately because I've been wanting to find one because Malik and I and a couple other people, yourself including, uh, have been talking about tabletops and like ones we want to play and everything. We need to put our tabletop up. Yeah, right. Because I, I had that Fallout board game I bought before we moved. I want to play that tabletop with you. Um, so one I found was I, I've been trying to find more like D&D aspect ones because that's what we like to play. Yeah. Like, you know, ones where you make your own character and everything. I found one that's called Queers RPG, where like it's uh, queer superheroes, mm-hmm. but you're using pre-made heroes going through pre-made no. like dungeon crawls and everything, which is fine, mm-hmm. like Arkham Horror. Yeah, but I like making my own character. When and- you said that, I wanted the, I thought of DC Universe. It was going to be that sort of thing, like you create your own superhero. That'd be so cool. See, that's what I thought it was going to yeah. be, but no, they're, no. they're prefab characters. No. Um. So one I found is called I Hunt. Yeah. Little I, capital H, like iPad. Mm-hmm. Um, or I Spy. It's basically the premise is playing as millennials um, who find a gig because, you know, working four jobs and everything. It's literally what, how it's described. Mm-hmm. Um, you find a gig and you start becoming a full-time monster hunter. That's cool. Hunting werewolves, vampires, and other things that go bump in the night. Fucking heinous investigations. But I feel like it's more like uh, Supernatural. Oh, yeah. Because the cover art had one girl with a baseball bat and blood, and the other one was holding a clock. Yeah, that's very Supernatural. So I was thinking very Supernatural-esque. And thought it was kind of cool. I kind of want to get it. Oh, I just remembered that we talked to them from Hannah's Investigations. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) uh, I'm still geeking out. Oh, my God. That's so cool. I Um, need to catch up. I just realized. Fuck. Another one is called Dream Askew. It is uh, a queer, basically a queer enclave during the apocalypse. Um, this is one of those ones where it's a no dice, no dungeon master um, kind of can't uh, system. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like Tales from the Loop. Kind of, yeah. It, okay. It's it's folk. It's basically player focused, player driven yeah. kind of thing. You have someone that's kind of like. Here's the mechanics, here's how it works, here's the guidelines, but I'm not creating the story. I will give you the universe, I will give you this, but basically, I'm here to throw shit at you and hope you survive, kind of thing, Mm -hmm. like what you do. So, it's it's very player narrative driven. Sounds very Tales from the Loop, but Tales from the Loop had its own tale already derived to play by. Yeah, but it was all, but kind of. Because it was, but it's also very player driven too. Yeah, because you can make we can make choices and stuff and decide how the stuff ends. It's like it was like playing out your own create your own adventures. Oh my god, the create your own adventure tabletop! I need to get that. Oh, my childhood. 
But it was basically, Tales from the Loop was um, basically, here's the universe, here's the puzzles you see, go at it. Because, like, remember, you, your character and my character literally spent an hour at the comic shop. Yeah. We just chilled. Um, and then something happened and we were there. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah. Um, and if you, if you're curious about what we're talking about, Tales from the Loop is a, uh, basically a game kind of thing, Stranger Things. Yeah, very Stranger Things. Um, but it's basically kind of in the minds of, like, you know, the Goonies and a lot of the 80s era things. It's set in the 80s, where, you know, kind of what Stranger Things is also based off of. Of those misadventures of a group of kids getting it way over their head and somehow saving the day. Yeah. I need to catch up on Stranger Things. Maybe that's what I'll do tomorrow. Um, but yeah, that was my last topic. Yeah. Um, I found a couple others like Lumberjacks where it was kind of like a card-based system where like, you know, you would do something and a card event would trigger. Oh my god, this is so intense and I keep remembering this and it's so fucking great, but it's so expensive. The fucking Resident Evil deck building game. Holy mm-hmm. shit, was that fun. Have I told you that story at no. the time I was in Colorado? No, I'm, I'm sorry, all you listeners. I was not allowed to get high while I was there. I was in foster care. Um, but because we went on a family trip. And uh, it's how I got into Resident Evil. And he was like, yo, I'll let you play the games. I got so many. I got fucking. I came home with blisters on my hands from that 360 controller because I binged like three of the Resident Evil games. And that's when I watched Begata HK for the first time. And we played the. The Resident Evil deck building game. And you built your character from, like, the deck, the cards you drew and the weapons you drew. And, like, you could have your own, like, basically kind of an army of things to go after these. Like, it's oh, so fucking okay. cool. So it's it's kind of like Monster Boss. Because Monster Boss is, um, you have players and then the Monster Boss. Which is kind of like the cards are. And, you know, it rotates who's the Monster Boss. And basically you, build, you throw down traps and everything to, basically, you're, like... You like your Bowser, yeah. So you gotta set up stuff to stop the players who are Mario, yes, to come in to get you. Same thing, yeah. Same comment, same concept. That that game I have that I bought out of just I thought it was funny. I bought it at this actually the Spencer's that is right in our backyard. Um, the weed card game mm-hmm. the build the grow your own pot farm, and that's the same kind of concept. Okay. Yeah, I want to play that so bad. I never got to play it with anybody. My freshman roommate wouldn't play it with me. She was boring, the boring, the boring. Uh, all right. Um, well, I guess we'll end it here. Um, again, I'm Raven. I use she, her pronouns. I'm Alex. I use they, them pronouns. We'll see you guys in the next episode. See ya. Bye.